0: Hey everybody, welcome to Go Home Bobby You're Drunk, the podcast where we open up our Bibles and figure out why we learned this and why we memorized this and spent all of our time doing this. And we we genuinely do try to find what's beneficial, but we laugh a lot along the way. So I'm one of your hosts, Justin. I was a former youth pastor, associate pastor, church planter, evangelical scholar and now i'm not any of those things i have a regular job i'm interested in regular things and i got this podcast and i have a co-host
2: yes indeed hi i'm tori i'm also next professional evangelical although not a paid one and uh i'm constantly trying to figure out like justin said why were we taught any of this what difference does it make? And like, how does this inform what I'm doing today or have any sort of impact on everyday life? So that's why I'm here.
0: Yeah, that's why we're here. And that's why you're probably here too, because you're wondering why were we taught this?
2: Why? And, Just why? So many questions. Yeah, and,
0: and sometimes like, why, why did we believe the things we believe? Like, I don't know, Tori, maybe you didn't experience this, but there w- in every church I was in, I felt like there was always a friend of a friend or a friend's grandma that like died and they prayed for her and she came back to life or, oh, wow. you know, or like a distant cousin prayed to do whatever. And there was this great miracle, but like, I, mm. I don't know anyone directly that experienced any of this it was always like the story of a story. I don't know, did you ever did you ever have this? Maybe it was just me.
2: I was actually thinking about that um because growing up in like Pentecostal spaces, yes, absolutely. There were always there were always missionaries like coming back from Africa. I don't know why, but it was always mm-hmm. Africa and it was like, "Oh yeah, somebody was dead and like we prayed for them." Oh. And then they came back to life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And this was like rampant in in the 90s. I specifically remember this being a whole thing of all these very, very cool sounding miracles that no, there was no possible way that you could fact check. And um, I don't know why this came up, but I was definitely thinking about the fact that it was like, oh, yeah, I was told this. I believed it. Like, I legit believed it for a while, mm-hmm. you know? Um <laughs> So that's, I don't know. It's really, it's really weird. And like, now it doesn't seem quite as possible to pull that shit over on people because everybody has a cell phone, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you know? So it's a little bit harder to be like, oh yeah, I was, I was in a place in Africa where nobody had any cell phones. It's like, even like, even like hunter gatherer tribes in Africa have cell phones now. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you know this
0: that's actually that's fascinating like the those like because i i remember stories from people from africa there was one where a guy was again this was like a guy knew a guy that cast out a Uh demon and the demon left this woman through her vagina as a snake like this is what was told
2: Sounds like there was, sounds like there's other stuff going on there with this yeah. guy. Who's telling oh, yeah. You this it was story. very,
0: it was like, hey, buddy, I don't need to hear that. Maybe I, sh- I don't know if I should put a trigger warning about that, but it's just like, like, <laughs> what? Like, yeah, but these crazy stories. And like, with, and honestly, my, my first thought is, what do you do with that snake? Like, like what? Do you just let it go? That, that seems froth. <laughs> but like, do you, anyway, so I, I say all that. To be like, Tori found a story this week that was fantastical in nature. Um, (laughs) That she has been blowing my phone up about. I
2: have. It might.
0: This story might not be this week in evangelicalism, but this story is definitely this week in Justin and Tori's messages back and forth to each other. So, and I felt like it was... About evangelicals. Yeah, about evangelicals. And I... It is fantastical. There's twists, there's turns, there's griffs, like, everything you want in a good evangelical story.
2: That's well, just amazing. And I, like, I legit, like, don't know how I, well, I know how I miss this, right? Because the story occurs in, like, 2002, 2003-ish, mm-hmm. but... I, and I guess I just wasn't paying attention to like what was going on in evangelical world then because like I just like graduated from high school and was like didn't didn't super care about that stuff. But thankfully there are people on the internet who have jobs and who who research this stuff. But yeah, I I, I recalled and went back and researched a big homeschool cover up <laughs> of a crime. Big old fashioned homeschool homeschoolers cover did. Up. Um. Yeah. So, if you uh, if you enter the Cre- Creation Museum, excuse me. Why can't I talk? One of the first things that you will see is Ebenezer, who is a full size, actual IRL Allosaur, and he had a he had a really interesting journey to arriving, <laughs> arriving at the Creation Museum. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, involved a lot of evangelicals and fraud and failing to disclose things on taxes and making false claims and creating a fucking documentary and then having to take it down. Like, the whole fucking journey. I'm sure some of you have actually heard about this, but I am like, I can't handle it. So, kind of like backing up big picture, there is apparently a place in Colorado called Dinosaur Colorado. It's just a city. And it's just a, there are a lot of dinosaur bones in the ground, and so obviously there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are out there digging them up. There's a lot of scientific research. One article very kindly points out that in the United States, if you find a like a dinosaur or part of part of like a, a like huge extinct creature on your property, it's yours like it doesn't belong to the government. Oh, it just, yeah. The population so the of Dinosaur,
0: thing. Colorado, is two hundred and forty-three people. Just to give.
2: <sighs> yeah. So, so the grift seems to go back real far. There was, um, it seems like there were some homeschool p- weirdos, and I don't, I don't mean that like every homeschooler is a weirdo. Weirdo, like these people are actual grifters, who would lead expeditions to go for of homeschoolers homeschool families to go look for dinosaur bones did very much appreciate that on the YouTube like little blurb about this is a thing it's like this is searching for dinosaurs has been something 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 about like fascinating scientists and little boys for however long I don't remember what the time frame was and I was like okay it's 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 girls aren't
3: interested in this. apparently not
2: which is which is hysterical, because like a girl is given credit for the work that she clearly did not do in this particular situation. however, yeah, so if you paid a thousand dollars per person, you could go on these dinosaur digs. Oh <laughs> I think you were just from from what I can gather, you were just sort of camping for a couple of nights, like you there's like some like white water rafting and other like fun just fun Colorado shit being outdoors mm-hmm. so. All that sounds great to me. And anyway, as the story goes, in 2002, one of these little expeditions is being led. There is a documentary film crew there, and this is just so fucking incredible. So they claimed the people who put together this this little this dinosaur dig of no no experts to speak of. Right? It's all homeschool kids who are looking for evidence of that God created. The Earth, right? So, like, looking to disprove evolution. Yeah. Dino- dinosaur that's, Colorado is also thing.
0: right on the border with Utah. It's like the first town. So,
2: so many things
0: are explained. So, yeah, uh. this painting, geography explains a lot of things.
2: I don't, I don't know what it is about, like Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, but they're just like lousy with dinosaur bones.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I guess there. Were, I guess this was a hop in place if you were a dinosaur yeah, dinosaurs just <laughs> five hundred million years yeah, ago.
0: That's where you want to be.
2: <laughs> yeah, until until you don't want to be there anymore. Yes. So there is this group. They go out. They like stumble upon some dinosaur bones. Ostensibly, their press release claims, sticking out of the ground, just like out in the dirt in the forest, mm-hmm. <laughs> partially buried, partially not.
0: Fa- dinosaur bones are famously not buried.
2: Not buried. Yes, all the best dinosaur bones are on the ground already. (laughs) So, So, press release by this dragon about this dragon's den dig is what they're calling it. Which I'm like, I guess if you don't have D and D, you got to make up something else. Goes out and it's like, hey, this little nine year old girl found an Allosaur skull hanging out of the ground in the middle of the forest.
0: Crazy
2: and. This is a miracle and it proves that it proves that creation is real because it had, you know, it had all of these it was like there was vegetation in the ground which proves that it happened a few a few centuries ago <laughs> instead of like instead of like a few 100,000 I mean a 100 million years ago. There
0: was moss growing on the dinosaur bone. Therefore that means it was recently so deceased.
2: So fucking spectacular. So then they're like, okay, we got to make a documentary about this. So they go out, they like put together this documentary. Y'all, if you want to go and look for it, you can. There's like little clips from it or like a promotional video type things on YouTube that are just so incredibly painful to watch, including a scene where they're like, we're running out of daylight, we haven't found. We haven't found the dinosaur. I'm like, how do you know that there's the dinosaur here? Like, what is your the single, single? dinosaur so that like, we
0: just prayed to the Lord would be here?
2: Right. So they all just like they all they're all kind of like low to the ground. They all immediately like take their hats off and start praying this very sincere prayer that they could find this dinosaur because it like proves that God is real and like proves that the Bible is true and like boom. They get up from praying and they find it in like minutes.
0: It's a a miracle. This is like the equivalent of like praying for a parking spot.
2: Yes. Yes. It's incredible. And it's like a, it's like a whole, it's like a whole fucking dinosaur, like very, very complete. What? And they, you know, they claim that they like digged it, dug it out, digged it. They claim that they like, Dug it out, and like all this goes into the documentary. <laughs> the documentary goes out, and uh, some people are like, Wait a second, like that was we found that that wasn't you. It was another, from what I understand, it was like another homeschool group <laughs> claims to have found this fucking oh my dinosaur. God. Um, unearthed it, somebody h- somehow got a hold of it, reburied it with like vegetation or whatever to so that it was proof, you know, of, of God. God's amazing, don't you know?
3: Wow.
2: So so, basically, these two parties, they like uh they can't sue each other because that's not Christian like, right? So they like go into mediation, like a Christian mediation something agreement. The people that originally found found the dinosaur got pretty screwed over. And they didn't make a documentary. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't make a documentary lying about anything. But uh, the people who made the documentary and didn't actually find the thing, didn't actually find the dinosaur, did, it it seems, have to stop selling the, the film, mm-hmm. which was interesting because yeah. it was, like, the number one product on their website in, like, you know, 2003. I did go and look for it on Amazon. It is available, but I was like, I'm not going to spend $27 on this. Like, what the
0: fuck? Well, I, I found it for like, 1971. I,
2: 1971. Oh, there we go. Maybe it's on sale this week. It could be on sale. That's exciting. So, there will be uh, no affiliate
0: links at all. No,
2: no, not in this particular situation. There won't. So, these two evangelical homeschool rival groups are like at odds with one another, trying to work their shit out. Who gets custody of the dinosaur? Like the people that found it or the people that claimed that like a nine year old girl like pulled it out of the ground with her bare hands?
0: Oh, my God.
2: In the meantime, right? So this this whole thing, as this whole thing is like going on, unfolding. Eventually, like the Allosaur gets sent to what is now obviously the Creation Museum. Gets sold to them, I guess, because you know you can buy and sell dinosaur bones on the free market. <laughs> this is what this is what America is for, you guys. And they really did kind of try to like sweep all of this under the rug but then it came out <laughs> when when mr mark meadows failed to disclose on his taxes that he had sold a piece of property to ken ham slash the creation museum um you're supposed to put that on your financial disclosure mm-hmm. forms if you are in congress and naturally people who want power are not inclined to disclose things that they Don't feel they need to disclose. So, yeah. Now there's, like, Ark Encounter owns this property that ostensibly probably has other dinosaur bones on it. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that, like, Mark Meadows' daughter was the one who was given credit for finding the allosaur skull. Which, again, it's like, you're nine. Like, dinosaurs are really fucking cool. Nine-year-olds don't really find dinosaur skulls no <laughs> like that's just not how that typically shakes out and so yes if they were anyway,
0: being guided by the lord tori by the holy spirit even a child, that's true if the know, holy spirit wants
2: you to right so oh I, I didn't even talk about this so anyway the name of the documentary is called raising the Allosaur." something what is it it's like the true story of <laughs>
0: This oh, I have it pulled worst up thing here. Ever. The true story of a rare dinosaur and the homeschooler who found it. I mm-hmm. mean, al- I'm hooked mm-hmm. already.
2: It's so bad. Like there are some clips that you can watch, as I said on YouTube. It is terrible. It is so cheesy I'm just like so tryhardy, you know. Which is, I guess, pretty. That's pretty big, like homeschool mm-hmm. <laughs> energy. I think if I think that Christian. Evangelical, rather, I should say this more correctly. Evangelical homeschoolers, I think, do feel kind of inherently insecure about what mm-hmm. they're doing because, you know, one, like persecution complex, but two, I think a lot of them know that, like, things, it's like, yeah, you're saying that, like, your kids score really, really high on, like, all of the things, but there's no mechanism by which to actually verify your claims. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you just self-report uh, whatever grade you wanted to give your kid. So if it's not in your interest to like self-report.
0: Bad grades. You
2: wouldn't do that. Yeah. Right. You would not do that. This so, is what we,
0: uh, um, yeah, it's perverse incentives. Is that?
2: Right. Yeah, perverse incentives. Anyway, so all of this stuff came to the surface when it was discovered that Mark Meadows had not uh, disclosed that he had sold this piece of property. I mean, I think. Ostensibly, because he didn't want this stuff coming back up, which you know fair,
0: I wouldn't either. If, if I was a congressman, I wouldn't want the fact that I fraudulently my
2: dinosaur grift
0: Grifted dinosaur bones to Ken Ham
2: <laughs> yeah it was it was just really it was just really special, and like, man, it's so wild how much better technology is too i I gotta say like just the quality of the, of the recording, just not great. Even 20 years ago, it was just real, real not good. (laughs) So this wonderful saga that I absolutely love now has like, there's it's, there was like a whole big thing about it in the New Yorker (laughs) because of all of the drama. There's like, if I recall correctly, a couple of hours of, of, Interviews on YouTube of people talking about like, so-and-so did this. And he said that, you know, I trusted him because he was a good Christian guy and he stole my tent. And like, it just goes on
3: and on. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the Christian mediation process doesn't doesn't work, apparently. In case any of you are thinking about going through that for for reasons. Maybe you uh, stole or discovered a dinosaur. You might just you might just you might just get an actual lawyer. Yeah. It's a thought. Yeah, don't. And also again these so again, I, I said this last week, whatever. These people don't see cheating on your taxes a sin. They see it as being smart. They see it as being wise with their mm-hmm. money. And um yeah. Anyway, it turns out that homeschoolers don't have enough evidence to prove that the earth is 3,000 years old (laughs) so they have to make up evidence
0: yeah like that's like
2: which is amazing
0: why doesn't that create a crisis of faith for you when you're like all right i'm about to lie to prove the truth that the earth is 5,000 years old like
2: if i had to guess i think it's because they're like well the scientists are already the evolutionists they don't call them scientists the evolutionists are already
0: lying So, yeah, why can't we lie? Right. Two can play this game. (laughs) Meanwhile, actual scientists are like, uh, no. (laughs) Pretty sure I'll lose my funding Uh, if I lie, but okay.
2: Yeah, there's people that actually, like, go. There's a reason that you have to, like, report, like, send in all of your fucking receipts for everything that you spend if you have a research lab. Like the government gave you that fucking money, and if you don't, like if you don't report, you don't get more mm-hmm. money. Like, yeah. which means you don't have a job. This isn't
0: the defense industry where you can just
2: <laughs> waste money. Make shit up.
0: <laughs> government government grants for science are much, much more well regulated.
2: You, you know what? They actually are. Like, that was that was my job when I'm working the, when they worked in the neuroscience lab. I like managed the budget for the lab and like the the Pi, the primary investigator who ran the lab, he was just like I don't know, little golden child. Like everything that he touched turned to gold, and everybody loved him. All of his grants got funded. It was just like magical, <laughs> just not normal. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely learned a lot about the process, and uh, you, it do, it's not, it's not, it's not like what they say. It's not like a, it's not like big paleontology is out there paying people <laughs> to lie
3: about shit.
0: Well, it's. I think that's interesting. Like, I think it says something about the evangelical character to think that so many people would be willing to lie for a scientist's salary. Like like that you could buy hundreds, if actually thousands of people's silence for not much money, Mm -hmm. relatively speaking. Like...
2: And, like, but why would you do that? And why? Just, like, I worship the devil. That's why I created a bunch of fake dinosaur bones. <laughs> like, I like, don't get... Like-
0: and, honestly, when it comes to, like, power, like, powerful people would be actually elated to find out that, go quote, unquote, God was real. And they could use mm. that to gain more power. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, like... Evolution and the and social science and like you know research showing that like hey empathy and kindness actually are better than violence and grift and greed like that to me is more likely to be suppressed by the powers that be than mm. like hey there's a real god that really hates you unless you come to our one religion
2: do exactly and do as exactly I say as
0: we say and then you'll be saved like I feel like the like power is more much more interested in that than, mm-hmm. you know, buying off a bunch of scientists to say we came from apes. Like the, <laughs> like the grift doesn't make sense. The alleged grift.
2: Justin, I have to say though, because there are, you know, so many people who believe this stuff, it makes a lot of sense. When you think about if you're, if your baseline belief, because this is not just homeschoolers, by any stretch of the imagination, but if your baseline belief is, That there is a massive global conspiracy to hide dinosaur bones. There's a massive global conspiracy by paleontologists and scientists to hide dinosaur bones in order to find the dinosaur bones in order to prove that, you know, we evolved from other living creatures on the planet before us it really isn't that much. It's not a, it's not a leap. It's like a logical next step that like, there's a giant global conspiracy to like persecute Christians and to take out Trump. And like all the, all the Democrats eat is babies. (laughs) like. And you know, when, when, when you're primed to think that way from the time, like before you can talk, right. Mm -hmm. You're going to have some, potentially you're going to have some like real weird beliefs and again you're talking about a group of people for whom a lack of evidence is not a lack of evidence right like that's proof of they the thing. Are,
0: um <laughs> i i can't quite think of a term i want to almost call it like Joe Roganism, meaning like 99 out of 100 scientists agree. Oh, that one guy must be on to something. Let's platform him real quick. Like, right. Because, you know, anyone that dissents from the majority is on to something, you know, like, like, you know, <laughs> it's
2: like sometimes they're not.
0: Sometimes they're just kooky, <laughs> like,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and and sometimes they're grifters and sometimes they you know like it's yeah it's crazy and I, I feel like the the joe roganification of science is not good for us <laughs> like public scientific yeah discourse. that's
2: true that's true but they've been doing that for 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 decades mm-hmm. you know with with global warming specifically is the thing that i'm thinking of mm-hmm. um <laughs> they've been like well yeah but there's like these three guys who don't think that it's like co2 like carbon emissions or like the way that we're the way that we're building our cities mm-hmm. it's like, and it was exactly that i was like well we got to talk to them it's like what do they know that we don't know mm-hmm. oh yeah you guys sure sometimes that's the case like there have been certainly situations of like one random dude who was like uh excuse me I don't know. You, whoever you want to give credit to for for that shit, like Galileo or Copernicus or whoever. Like people definitely are what's the word? People definitely are persecuted <laughs> yeah. for being like, no, it doesn't work that way. But I from what I understand, they're usually they're usually being persecuted by Christians.
0: Yeah. Not the other way around. Not like
2: the other way around.
0: So pretty wild. Good times. So, so yeah, watch out for the these griffs guys. If a Christian comes Big
2: to you saying
0: that they're a paleontologist, to get better watch out. So, all right. Well, that was fun. A fun little trip down, I don't know, memory lane. I, I, I don't into know. Into the can mind of a now. homeschooler. <laughs> oh
2: my God. Too close is too close to home. It really <laughs> is. Just way too close to home for me. Yeah,
0: You were actually homeschooled. I was practically homeschooled. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, pretty wild. So, let's take a little break
1: you can listen wherever you get your podcast, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know.
2: Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for putting up with our little capitalism shtick that we have to do because, you know, legally required to. it is... Once again, your favorite time of the show, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Time to pass the plate. (laughs) Yeah,
0: passing that plate.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know how many of you guys know this, but podcasts don't just like make themselves. So there is actually a little bit of work that goes into this. And if you get something out of it and you're able to and you're a good person, we're a good investment for, you know, a cup of coffee every month or whatever. Whatever you feel like throwing in, totally yeah. fine. If you would like to do that, you can go to patreon.com/gohomebible. I am realizing Justin that we <laughs> maybe just need to do like send people to gohomebible.com or something. I don't know.
0: We may need to get maybe a website the- at some point.
2: We may need to get a website, you guys. We're going to have this conversation off the air. We don't have to talk about this live. This is all housekeeping stuff that doesn't, doesn't affect you. But yes, seeing as you are listening and probably enjoying the show, if you are able to chip in to help make it happen, that would mean so incredibly much to Justin and me. Also, I'm springing another thing on Justin. I think we should start giving people who giving like senior pastors prophecies.
0: Yes. I think, I think uh this is right.
2: maybe maybe prophecies that are like that come to us before we start recording from from the Holy Spirit, of course, mm-hmm.
0: oh directly we're not,
2: we're not doing we're not doing like divination or necromancy or any of that shit, like go and go and go and no, this is
0: this All the way is is to the <laughs> Christman,
2: yes, so I don't know if that's if that's I think that that's a thing that we should do, so if you want a life verse, there is a tier for that. If you want a prophecy from your the one true two true saints
3: mm-hmm. of the
2: second yes. church of the drunken Bible, Self-ap- we can also help the with self-appointed. that. Self appointed. So if you need, we should say the self appointed. If you need saints. direction in your life, yeah, the self appointed. What saint? Oh, I guess I guess some saints aren't self appointed. I'm like, what saints aren't self appointed? No, usually you have to die first. Um, so.
0: We're even better, <laughs> but yeah. than that because we we're not we dead. We became saints before we died. <laughs>
2: stuck on that, Peter. Um, so yes, this is this, all this to say, patreon.com slash Bible. You can go there, sign up. Takes two minutes if you don't have your credit card number memorized, which like, I don't know, maybe it's the autism who doesn't have their credit card numbers memorized. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I guess they have a feature on your phone that can do that for you. I shouldn't be judgmental. Yeah. So go ahead, pass the plate to your neighbor. Give us some stars if you don't have, if you don't have, you know, Bitcoin to throw in. Give us a five pack of stars. (laughs) Don't open it because then it's used. (laughs) Ew, gross. Oh, man.
0: I, you know, I actually memorized, I did have my debit card, credit card, all those numbers memorized before smartphones. And now Mm. that smartphones remember everything for you, I I don't remember anything anymore. Mm. that's my brain fair. was like, oh, we can outsource this. Done.
2: Like, nope. nope.
0: Never again. You will not remember a person's <laughs> face or name again.
2: Yeah. I used to have my friends' phone numbers memorized even when I had a cell phone because I was like, well, if it dies,
0: yeah, I want to know.
2: And I needed help. And it's 2 a.m. Like, I'm going to be fucked. Why would I not memorize my friend's yeah. cell phone number? <laughs> Yeah, good times. Yeah.
0: Oh, the days before.
2: <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Uh yes. Also, last little last little thing of note. Next week, June 29th, we are not recording. We are doing a patron hangout on what's that thing called? Discord. Discord. So if you want to come hang out with us, you can do that on there. Um and it it'll it'll be a good time and we will probably talk a lot about Lord of the Rings or other other such things. So, that is June twenty ninth, um six thirty Pacific nine thirty Eastern. Justin and I will both be there and we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. Excellent. And yes, are we? I totally forgot. Are we? Do you want to? Do you want to throw this new thing in? Yes. Right now.
0: Okay, let's do it. Okay. Well, we're gonna do this new thing. Then we're gonna do the drinking game. Then we're gonna do Second Timothy. Love. I think I feel like we just are trying to avoid
2: First Timothy, first, the second part of First Timothy. The second part of First Timothy. <laughs> I think
0: we're just avoiding it, honestly. I titled First
2: Timothy two point yeah,
0: tentatively titled this actively. episode First Timothy again.
2: <laughs> because why?
0: <laughs> because why? <laughs> so yeah, I think I think I well, this discussion we had before the break created a bit of a, a question. I think. For Tori and so we want to do a new segment maybe
2: well we we need your help if this new segment is going to have wings I think we we do require the help of those of you listening and you can hit us up wherever did we just want to do the the question that like (laughs) that I said
0: yeah let's do that one
2: okay uh yeah so our our new segment if y'all are into it is called the conundrum And we are just going to ask a really difficult to answer, like emotionally difficult to answer (laughs) question about how you would, if you were forced to survive evangelicalism, once again, how, what choices you would make? You're stuck on a
0: desert island, uh, but the desert mm -hmm. island is the entire earth and you have to be an evangelical again.
2: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Like you have to yeah exactly you're stuck on a desert island and you there's a CD playing an entire book of the Bible and it's stuck on that one CD playing on a loop <laughs> what book of the Bible would you choose <laughs> That's my version of hell you guys heaven is my version of hell Yeah so anyway this week I thought it would be really fun since we were talking about this if you have to evangelical vibes here you have to spend an entire day actively participating in a christian outing what do you pick a christian film festival
0: where the debut film is raising the allosaur
2: raising the allosaur (laughs) and insert what god's not dead 69 whatever number we're at or the creation museum (laughs) stop stop this (laughs) Cursed. Um or so you get you can go to a Christian film festival and watch Christian movies all day. Or you can go to the Ark Encounter slash creation museum and spend all day in those
0: enthusiastically places. participating.
2: You have to participate. You can't, you can't just sit in a yeah. chair and just like fuck around on your phone. So just for me. You have thoughts? I, mm-hmm. I am
0: gonna say the creation museum. If only because like I, Like I feel like a film festival requires a lot more brain power and participation. I feel like the Ark encounter, I can just walk around. I can see pretty plants and funny sculptures. And you know, i from what I've heard, it's an attraction.
2: From what
0: I've heard, I haven't actually been there. That is, it's actually a well-run attraction similar to like a chick, Mm -hmm. the Chick-fil-A of amusement parks. And like in the sense that it's well run, it's efficient, people are kind and, you know, like I feel like a Christian film festival seems to me like it would be a shit show. Like, so that's that's just my, that's my thought. Totally.
2: I, I get that for sure. I, my initial thought was like Christian film festival, because you can just like, you can just sit on your ass all day. Like you just go into a room, you sit down, you don't have to do jack shit. It's like it's not necessarily entertaining.
0: I guess if you could sneak but in, there's stuff going on. If you on. could sneak in an edible or something, I suppose that would be the better experience. <laughs> just to be able to just sit.
3: <laughs> I see.
2: I don't know if I don't know if I would do that because I would just be worried that I'd start laughing. Like I have really weird experiences, <laughs> and sometimes I just sometimes I just laugh at shit. But that that doesn't even require an edible. Actually, it might be more fun. It might be funnier for me if I went. And, like, laughing is participating.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: laughing at the really serious moments where the guy is like, crashes motorcycle and is bleeding out, and somebody's like, You have to say the sinner's prayer. You're going to die and go to
3: hell. <laughs>
2: um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, I think, I know, I know, it's so, it's so fucking cringe, but I think that I would do the, 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 the Christian film festival just because I don't, I don't have to walk around all day. Participating is sitting on your butt.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
2: I'm also really good at tuning shit out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we should tell people how to answer this. Oh yeah, please do. Do we want them to email us?
0: We can, we can have an email. You can do that. You can email us or you can tweet at us or you can do Instagram as well. Maybe.
2: I mean, I don't I probably won't see the i tw- I'm not my mentions are such that I don't know that I would see any tweet responses, but you could probably tweet at go home bible.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Or you can you can email gohomebible at gmail.com, mm-hmm. also an option. And I guess should we tell people to like we don't does it matter? You put your name in there if you want us to say your name if we give your answer. If you don't want us to say your name, don't put your name in there. Yeah. It's it's just say anon or just or say, whatever. hey,
0: don't. If, you're, if your email is like,
2: this is my name,
0: yeah, my name at, <laughs> at AOL.com, yeah, just say, hey, I'd rather be anonymous and we'll be fine. But we'd yeah. like to hear yeah. your answers to this conundrum. So enthusiastically participating in a Christian film festival mm-hmm. or the Ark Encounter. All right. I think for a drinking game for today, I think we should do the same drinking game we did the first time we did first timothy which the is first take a drink i believe it was i could be forgetting but take a drink every time you think to yourself christianity would be a lot better if this book never existed
3: because mm-hmm. there's
0: just there is a lot there's a lot in here so if you haven't listened to the other episode on first timothy go ahead and pause this episode go back and do that one and then come back to this one okay exciting now that you're times. back <laughs>
2: <laughs> now that you're back, you're back. Yeah. All right. Overseers and deacons, baby. Yeah.
0: Oh, we already did overseers and deacons, thankfully.
2: Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. That's first Timothy three, three. We're doing four,
0: three, five, three, 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 and six.
2: Four, five, and six. Thank you. I was not paying attention. Here we go. There's no label on it. What are we talking about? That's
0: fair. Well, this one has mine has a label. I'm doing the new English translation. This is about Timothy's ministry in Later times, whatever that means.
2: Timothy's ministry in later times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we sure we're reading the same book? I believe so. First Timothy chapter four, mm-hmm. verse, one. verse one. The Spirit clearly yes. says. No, he no, doesn't. The Spirit. He does not.
0: My version says explicitly says. <laughs> but go on.
2: If if one Holy Spirit has ever clearly said anything to anyone, I wasn't me.
0: Mm-hmm. No, not me either.
2: <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so 1 Timothy chapter 4, gross, just right out the gate, like, talking about the Holy Spirit says that, like, in the in, in the end of times, the latter days, some people will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. And already, I think I need to take a drink because, oh my fucking God, when have they not used this, when have they not used yes, this verse? for sure. They have used this verse for two thousand years. Like, look at all of these sinners. They're just doing what they want. They're having fun and not hurting people and fucking and doing other fun stuff that I'm not allowed to do. We should put them in prison or you know, on on a really hot tree, maybe. Yeah. It's just well,
0: like- and it's it, here's the funny thing. Like, <laughs> like verses one and two get so much play. Like, yeah. the spirit says that they're going to occupy. They're going to be. They're going to be led astray. They're going to be by by demons and they're going to be influenced by the hypocrisy of liars whose consciences are seared like look this is the end times but verse three paul explicitly says what these people will be doing and they will prohibit marriage and require abstinence from foods that god created to be received with thanksgiving so like that's never taught
2: it isn't. Verse 4 is never taught either, like the verse immediately after that, for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if if it is received with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Never never heard anybody say that about weed.
0: Nope, but I've received that with thanksgiving before, <laughs> and I would say that God is good.
2: Because, because it is consecrated by the word of God.
0: Mm-hmm. And prayer.
2: And prayer. This is this is how everyone takes weed. It's a known fact.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Why did you say takes weed? There's so many ways to ingest weed that it doesn't. It almost doesn't really matter. Yeah. So you were absolutely right. So already we're off to a strong start. Of
3: fuck this book. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and the, and then it's not relevant because he's really referencing. I probably um, the well, the person that allegedly wrote this who
2: ostensibly Paul, Saint Paul
0: is referencing food sacrifice to idols, which was a big controversy in the early church and like is that relevant at all you know or um, or that people will prohibit marriage you typically they would prohibit marriage and require celibacy because they were like, "Jesus is coming back right now, so don't get married, and you know. <laughs> Paul or the person channeling Paul is is a cop and is like trying to police people's, you know, morality and trying to police their Mm -hmm. place in society. Because I don't want to get too deep in the weeds here because we've got a lot going on, but Rome allowed other religions to exist only insofar as they upheld Roman social hierarchy. Mm -hmm. So my pet theory is that actual Paul and early Christians, well, we're like, there is no slave and no free. There is no Jew and no Gentile. There mm. is no male, no female, and that disrupts the social order quite a bit.
1: Yeah, as we can see, sure.
0: like, I mean, look around you. When people talk, get confused <laughs> as to who's male and who's female. It 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 raises it, it creates problems for people that can't quite accept that.
2: <laughs> mm, yeah, totally. So,
0: and this has been true for a long time. So, my theory is that as Christianity progressed and got a little bit bigger. And there were people that were like, Hey, we need to kind of actually get in line here. So we're just going to start writing as Paul to, uh, and say that, Hey, maybe marriage is good. Hey, mm. maybe slaves are, should stay full of slaves. Um, <laughs> maybe there are male and female. Maybe there are Jew and Gentile. Mm. So that's just a pet. You
2: got to bring these distinctions back.
0: So, which is why, like, this contradicts like Galatians, like earlier writings of Paul. This is an honestly direct contradiction to some of it. But anyway, we'll move on.
2: I mean, yeah, I I was, I was told that the uh, such teachings that come through hypocritical liars are, you know, bodily autonomy is a good thing. And like queer people aren't Satan. Yeah, (laughs) Like that's what I was taught. It was, I was, uh, you know, obviously, like you said, it's right there, but they kind of skip over it. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, or they try to turn like, you know, that was the issue of the day, food sacrifice to idols. Was it okay to eat that? I was like, oh my fucking God, you guys. Um yeah, so anyway, I don't Paul is just Paul is just really, really weird. and like this is this again it like goes back to the whole thing about like trying to like make people like don't experience any joy. just follow Jesus and do nothing.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, so Paul encourages Timothy, Paul a.k.a. whoever is pretending to be Paul, encourages Timothy to point point these things out to brothers and sisters, to be a good little minister of that Jesus guy. I hate this. The NIV says, Nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. Means nothing. It's just boring nonsense. Then he says, Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather train yourself to be godly. You
0: know, what? And, and and here's a fun one: like train yourself for godliness. No guidelines as to how to do that, other than to throw like Zero. physical exercise under the bus. You know, for physical exercise, for, has, well,
2: comparison has right. some
0: value, but godliness is valuable in every way. It holds promise for the present life and the life to come. Like this, all feels like a grift. Like
3: you should buy
0: <laughs> my. Special oil. What's your special oil do? Well, it does everything, and it'll save you from hell. Like
2: just okay. It's not like other sure. oils.
0: Like, what's it like? Not like other oils. <laughs> like <laughs> uh-huh. that's the only thing I oh can legally gosh. say about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, truly, truly.
0: And then then Paul does my favorite thing that he does in verse nine. This saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance and then proceeds to not give a saying. In fact, this is why.
2: That is why.
0: We work hard and struggle because we have set our hope on the living God. This is just a phrase. This is not a saying. Mm -hmm. This is just a thing you Mm -hmm. say, Paul, that you're trying to get to catch on.
2: I love this, though. Uh, We have put our hope in the living God, who is the savior of all people but especially those who believe. Mm -hmm. So not the savior of all people. Paul, come on. All means all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. This is one of the worst, most abused in youth group. Mm -hmm. Little section right here. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you were young which is really fucking hysterical because that was all they did. Mm-hmm. But set an example for the believers in speech and conduct in love and faith and impurity. Go fuck yourself. Again, no Until no I come.
0: definitions to what these words are.
2: <laughs> right. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift. Again, what is said gift, sir, uh, which was given to you, through prophecy, when the body of elders laid down.
0: Which, hands what you. prophecy? I would like to know the prophecy. What gift?
3: <laughs> this
2: is like, Paul, in this, in this, this is what I'm getting right now. This is the vibe I'm getting. Paul has really big, like Colin Robinson energy of just like, <laughs> why are you fucking talking right now? Like, nothing that you were saying means anything. <laughs> that is, that's how I would feel, I think, if I met Paul. Like, I, Part of me is like, uh, I would like be all angry at him. But I think he definitely seems like that's who I would cast as Paul Mm -hmm. is Colin Robinson.
0: Colin Robinson. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's wow. That is. Yeah. He's in. He's an energy vampire. That's what he's doing.
2: He is. He is. That's why you can't do anything.
0: Yeah.
2: Is because Paul's just right there. Hey. Did you know? Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young.
0: Yeah, but said uh, you should be setting an example. What? In, How does it? And speak This is okay. This is. conduct, and in love, and in faithfulness, and purity. Hey, until I come, you should probably like yeah. We oh, yeah, have big Colin Robinson energy. I'm boring myself just reading it.
2: Uh huh. And also, I just I just realized something. Do not let anyone look down on you because you were young. <laughs> like that is that is like fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Why don't you say like. Maybe don't look down on young people, like admonish the older people to look down on the younger people. Respect as a two way street and, like, Mm -hmm. hey, human dignity, not a gendered thing. (laughs) But no, it's just, it's like, this, what I'm getting from this is like, well, you know, just, just like obey the law. Like, just don't, if you obey the law, you're not going to get harassed by the cops. Mm -hmm. Like, that helps nobody. Yeah. That helps nobody. Why are you telling me this?
0: Well, and the whole like don't look down, don't let people look down on you because you're young, but set an example. Like be better than the people that look down on you, or like almost like you won't get looked down on if you have a good if you have a good example. Like
2: that's not true.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, because actually the the way the is the way the sentence is set up, it's actually like it, it could almost be read, don't let anyone have a reason to look down on you because you're young. But set an example.
2: But again, I'm like, you're kind of, you're kind of preaching to the wrong people. Yeah. Just like say, try to set an example in your community, and maybe people shouldn't look down on one another because that's not very Christ like. But yeah. again, what do I know? Mm. Nothing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but then, you know, okay. Paul's like, goes right into chapter five and it's like, oh, by the way, don't talk to old people harshly.
2: And like, again, this is where they get, you know, I don't know how much of this is like the quote unquote, like original Hebrew or Aramaic or whatever this was written in, but it very much feels like don't, you know, if you're like, you have to respect goes one way. Mm -hmm. You have to respect older people just because they're older. If you want to be respected as a younger person, you have to, you have to act right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's it's just double standards. Don't like it. Yeah. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with absolute purity. <laughs> and he, purity of what, sir?
0: Here's what I love. Here's Paul. <laughs> I will say this. Paul, or whoever's writing as Paul, is the king of the quick pivot. Because he has this, like, <laughs> treat older women as mothers, younger women as sisters. Like... Treat them, basically treat them well with purity, you know, like be nice to them. But here we go. Verse three. Honor widows who are truly in need.
2: This is like peak capitalist bullshit. Yeah.
0: And then he goes <laughs> this on passage right here. He goes on. I don't know if we want to get into all of this, but like
2: we don't have to, nu- but it's very, it's a problem. Very
0: nuanced, like, much longer than the treat older women as mothers. Very long about like which yeah. widows deserve to be taken care of and which ones need to be married off essentially. Um, and, you know, and, and yeah, like, and, and they have to have good character and here's why. And they have to basically all these things, you know, and they have to, if, and they if they don't have kids, well, their kids need to step up. Like, well, what if they have deadbeat kids? Like, I mean, there's just like a thousand exceptions to these little rules that I can find that I'm like, Mm -hmm. But it's it's so much like only those who are deserving get put on the list for charity.
2: Well, yeah. And I mean, I think like, you know, we use the term charity, but a lot of this stuff is like actual essentials for being staying alive.
0: Yeah, this is more mutual aid, really.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's just like basic survival stuff. But it. this is, like, very capitalist energy right here, which I think goes back to our little, like, Christians would be better off without this bullshit of, <laughs> like, the widow who's really in need, mm-hmm. but the widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. What the fuck? Like, why is that necessary to put in? Why are you dogging on someone who's like, spouse died and they're trying to, like, enjoy life? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Why? Just explain this to me. I don't, I don't get it. It's like anyone who does not provide for their relatives, especially for their own households, is denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever.
0: Hey, that sounds like Roman propaganda to me.
2: Uh, Yeah, it also sounds like God doesn't qualify mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
2: for being in possession of said faith. Because <laughs> he very frequently left his, uh, his household out to dry. Yeah.
0: And and raised some pretty rotten kids and treated them terribly and kicked them out. Kicked them out of his Mm -hmm. house many Mm -hmm. times.
3: Mm -hmm. So
2: fuck that shit. Drink in time. Yeah,
0: drink that. (laughs) Drink up to that. Drink that. And then. Oh, my gosh. And then. Same stuff. Yeah. Same stuff. You know, basically, elders who provide effective leadership must be counted worthy of a double honor. Especially those work hard those who work hard in speaking and teaching. Like already we've creating it we're creating this tiered system of like people. Mm -hmm. And you know, these are the ones who are worthy. It's a
2: tiered system that like people get to individuals get to judge, right? Like if I decide, if I'm a person in a position where I get to decide that you're doing you're doing a good job, right? Like you're worthy of double honor. You don't have to actually be worthy of that because I just make a unilateral decision of like, you're my buddy. So double honor for you.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then and then the only time Paul quotes scripture, he says, do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out grain, which is basically a practice of not allowing an ox to eat part of the grain that it's treading. Mm -hmm. You know, and then he's like, workers deserve their pay. Don't accept an accusation against like he just kind of goes on about like, this is how we need to protect these elders, they deserve to be paid. They deserve, you know, to be, you know, given the benefit of the doubt. They, you know, like and oh my gosh, so fucked. Yeah, up. so like, and so it's it's very, you know, keep yourself pure, but you know, make sure you drink a little wine for your digestion, you know, because that needed to be in the holy writ. And you know,
2: <laughs> like, are you pooping okay?
0: <laughs> you pooping <Like> Why? <laughs> make sure you get a drink of wine for your belly.
3: Dad,
0: shut up! Yeah, gosh, shut up. So it's just yeah, it's it's weird. Let's let's get to the last chapter and Fuck you, and then Paul. we start with a doozy.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Those who are under the yoke as slaves must regard their own masters as deserving of full respect—not mm-hmm. just a little respect, full. Which again flies in the face of earlier writings of Paul. This will prevent the name of God and Christian teaching from being discredited. This is where I right. think. Right. It's
2: not the slavery. It's not
0: the slavery part. It's the, you, you need. <laughs>
2: Disrespecting your master's your, part. You,
0: have, you need to uphold slavery or we will be discredited. And then I think the obvious question is discredited to whom? To whom? And this mm, is where my pet mm-hmm. theory is like discredited before the Roman Empire. <laughs> because hmm. if we don't fall in line, we're going to be in trouble.
2: Mm, Interesting. I think that this, this verse, probably I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of drinking material at the moment, but this verse or these two verses of like, you know, those who have believing masters should not show them disrespect just because they're fellow, fellow believers. Like instead you should serve them even better. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I've talked about this on the show before because it's like one of my soapboxes, but yeah, this is like a couple of shots for this bullshit yeah. because it was like very co- the 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 apologetic for slavery owning slaves this shit right here and like the argument was exactly what the argument is now of like well if you don't take this part of the bible literally like first timothy six then you have to throw out the whole thing mm-hmm. like the bible clearly says that slavery is part of like god's design for certain people and that those people need to be respectful of the people that own them. And that's just like good Christian doctrine. And you can't, you can't just discard parts of the Bible that you don't like because they're just like not fashionable or like not with the times or people think they're unethical or something.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: just, that shit like that is, that is all over defenses of slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Almost all of which invoked scripture, like, statistically, almost all of them did. And,
0: and, I mean, even, like, the South, and it's, like, the South had a critique of, like, the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence based in their understanding of scripture that, no, not all men are created equal. Mm
3: -hmm. God made
0: a hierarchy, and we need to respect Mm -hmm. that as good Christians, Mm -hmm. you know? So like their beef wasn't just with Northerners and slavery. Their beef was with the United States as a, as a institution that again, allegedly declared that all men were created equal. And, you know, so it's, it's yeah. Anyone that's like the South is my heritage. It's like, okay, racism and, you know, treason are your heritage then. Mm -hmm. Great. But, you know, teach them and exhort these things. Tory, that's what we're supposed to do according to verse to, two to the slaves you know preach to the slaves to stay slaves like because that benefits god no then it benefits the empire right.
2: It just it gives it gives your owner warm fuzzy feelings like,
0: it makes the them fuck? feel good about owning you <laughs>
2: right? You're just like this is this is like a this is like a, a moral thing
0: mm-hmm.
2: like god wants me to make someone feel good about owning wants me to make people See, feel good about owning slaves. your okay. slave owner
0: is gonna feel bad about owning you and it's our job to make them feel good
2: and it's like that's not fair to them
0: yeah okay <laughs> they're they're providing jobs to the community
2: <laughs> oh my god <goodness>, stop <laughs> job creators
3: <sighs> fuck
0: okay And and again, again, you got to love Paul. If someone spreads false teachings and does not agree with sound words, that is those of our Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, there is no evidence the Lord Jesus Christ said any of this. You know, basically, if they disagree with you, they're conceited and understand nothing.
2: This is so antithetical, unconducive. Is that a word? Unconducive? Not conducive. This is so not conducive to a functioning, like religious religious Mm sex like you're you're building conflict in automatically
0: yeah well and also like anyone that disagrees with this which this is not well defined let's be clear right then right they're just stirring up controversy they're just into Mm -hmm. arguing you know and we all know that gives rise. well i'm like listening to i'm like hearing this in colin robinson's voice only gives rise to envy and dissension and slanders and evil suspicions and constant bickering paul loves a good list you know um
2: yeah this paul does this 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 version version of Paul. paul
0: you know and then like yeah it's just again this this godliness and contentment all these things like
2: Okay, but can we, can we just really quickly, can we talk about this like hard fucking left turn that he makes out of nowhere? Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Because
2: he's like the envy, strife, malicious talk, evil suspicions, constant friction between people of corrupt mind. And then it's like people who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain. Who were we talking about? I feel like, like, please, feel like we're talking
0: about evangelicals clarifying.
2: now, right? But but we weren't just a minute ago. <laughs> it's like, what do you what do you think what do you think that people think that owning another human being is, if not a means to financial gain? <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. So you're allowed to use other this. humans as a way to gain profit, but not this vague term godliness. Like, but. Aren't you by saying it's godly for slaves to work really hard using godliness yeah, as a means you're to make weaponizing profit?
2: godliness? <laughs> you're like weaponizing godliness against enslaved people. What the fuck? Yeah, the, oh, like I, I don't. Gosh. It's like
0: worst religion ever. <laughs> like
2: <laughs> kind of like it's actually sort of impre- Like when you read this literally, the way that like they want it to be read and understood. Yeah. It's kind of impressive that like Christianity isn't worse. <laughs> <laughs> like it really is. This is fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jesus really saves Christianity from Paul, I think. Um barely, barely. By
2: the skin of his yes. teeth, man, like <laughs> barely. <laughs> and it's just this is like again, like and it, he immediately goes on and it's immediately fucking astounding because Again, hard left turn. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Can I tell that to my fucking master? Or is that disrespectful? Mm -hmm. Maybe you should just be content with what you can earn with your own fucking body, douchebag. Yeah. it's Like, nope, that's disrespecting your master. I doubt
0: there were very many slaves that were considered elders of good repute. I guarantee an (laughs) elder in the church was someone who was wealthy and had a quote unquote good reputation.
3: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, like, and I mean, yeah. And, and Christian evangelical movements have been doing the pick the cool kid out of youth group and make them the leader for two thousand years,
2: right? You know, right.
0: And so, and tell the stinky kids and the kids that don't have as much to just be happy to be there. Well, don't we? Just, aren't you just yeah. happy we love just, and accept you? Keep, we're not going to keep
2: trying. Change keep your trying. Totally.
0: Anything about you? No,
2: but this is like this is really interesting because. In a va- In a vacuum, this section is really is really solid, but like completely f- of like godliness is contentment is great gain. We brought nothing into the world. we can take nothing out of it. If we have food and clothing, we'll be content. Yeah. All of this is like indirect fucking contradiction ethically with you have to be you have to just be nice to your master, otherwise you're going to hurt his feelings. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, those who long to be rich, however, stumble into temptation and a trap and many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Like, yeah.
2: This is how they make these fucking distinctions, though, that don't exist, mm-hmm. right? This is this is the whole, like, Christian millionaires, billionaires bullshit mm-hmm. of, like, well, there are certain conditions under which I can want to be rich. Paul clearly says... One of those is owning people. (laughs) So it's like the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, but owning someone isn't, doesn't count. If I do it with the right
0: spirit, Tori. Right. Yes.
2: That, that like, that's really what it is. And I think that that goes fucking directly back to like, we can lie and say this, like, Allosaur skull that my nine year old daughter just lifted out of the ground is actually evidence of of like the the earth being created like two thousand years ago, and like they're fine with that, right? because there's like this massive whiplash in like ten verses
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> between like, oh no, it's like you should you should actually produce things for your master as well as you can, like the person that owns you needs to get like a really good product out of you. They don't count as people who want to be rich. Yeah. Or they haven't fallen into the temptation of wanting to be rich. Maybe that's the distinction, right? But you're making these you're making these carve-outs that are like a mile wide.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to be rich. I just evaded taxes and paid people nothing, you know. I read Rich Dad Poor totally. Dad. I don't love money. And I just, you know, learned some things.
2: This is like the fucking Hobby Lobby, David Green or whatever the fuck his name oh, is. God. It's like, well, I just gave my entire company away because, you know, money just at the end of the day, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Like, you won't give your employees like full time hours or health insurance
0: because that would cost too much money.
2: But yeah, you're, you're a little billionaire ass is like well i've just really discovered that money it doesn't matter
0: yeah it doesn't matter because you literally can't give enough away fast enough to not have some
2: right right (laughs) the anyway can we yeah i don't know we need to we need to talk about this off the air start a start a ministry to like get some of that fucking money and then we can give it to like queer kids or something whose parents i do i do i'm gonna put this out in the
0: universe i would love to have, find a like a fundamentalist church, I mean a rotten one, like anti-queer everything, and I, I want to find one that's gone under recently that had to fold up because COVID or whatever, and I want to turn it into a shelter for homeless LGBTQ youth. like mm-hmm. that would be great. Just putting that out yeah. in the universe, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but that would just feel good to it's me. A
3: good
2: yeah that's that's a good that's a good thing
0: so if we can make this happen or if it has happened tell us about it
2: mm, Mm-hmm. yeah we're very we're very interested in this but i i personally am like my personal ethic is you know telling somebody that you're like a good christian ministry so that you can take money to like yeah take care of queer kids whose evangelical parents have kicked them out of their homes mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that's a good thing
0: that's a ministry right there <laughs> A needed one.
2: Okay. So how many drinks are we at this I, point? God I should damn.
0: sufficiently drunk by now.
2: <laughs> I'm like under the table.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, you know, and then he just has this, you know. Home stretch. You as a person <sighs> dedicated to God, keep away from all that. Oh, whatever. Uh, or flee from these things. Uh, pursue, again, righteousness, godliness, faithfulness, love, endurance, gentleness, you know, like compete well for, you know, like and just all this stuff that's like. I'm sure this meant something to Timothy, but it's really just these vacuous words that don't mean anything to us anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, -hmm. like, like righteousness, like, you can make that mean anything. Like, you know,
2: take hold of the eternal life to which you were called. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) I'll get right on that.
0: And that's like, that's like, I mean, I mean, I've talked about this in an early episode and I I, I just want to bring it up again. Like, like that's what I think my faith deconstruction truly began when I was a child, when I would like ask, like, you know, they would say, like, give it to God or whatever. Like I was worried about Mm -hmm. something and I'd be like, "Okay, how do I do that? (laughs) Like I have I have anxious, reoccurring thoughts that won't go Mm -hmm. away. You're telling me to give it to God. Okay, how does one do that? <laughs> you know, and, right. and it's, like that, it's like that scene with Moira and David and yeah. the rest of development. Just fold, just fold it fold in, in the just fold it in. Like,
2: it says it right so there. Yeah,
0: like, give it to God. Like, what, like,
2: I would love to. Would you please tell me how, how to do, do that? How do you do
0: this? And so, yeah, all these words, like, you know, like, seize your faith or whatever, grasp your faith, whatever it is. Grasp your face. Grasp your face. I could see a men's conference called Grasp your face.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> but again, how do we do this? And then, of course, you know, Jesus alone possesses immortality. We're really getting kind of woo-woo now, and lives an unapproachable <laughs> light, whom no human has ever seen or is able to see. To him, be what? Okay. Whatever.
3: Is
2: that, but that's—is that true? Are we talking about Jesus? We're we talking about God. If, if he's in it, Like,
0: did Jesus tell you that no one? Hey, Paul. No
2: one has seen Jesus.
0: <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like did Jesus come to you and say, "Hey, Paul, I'd love to show you my place, but it's shrouded in unapproachable light that no human, <laughs> even though I am human." Has ever seen or is able to see. Thanks. Thanks, I guess. Thanks. Um, thanks for that bit of trivia, Jesus. And, you know, and again, uh. like, the, here we go. Command those who are rich in the world's good not to be haughty or set their hope on riches, which are uncertain, you know, but on God who richly provides. Like, I mean, there's, like, there's, like, it's like a capitalist, anti-capitalist message. Like, I, I don't, it's, like, mm-hmm. hard to even, like, it just goes back and forth so much. It's almost hard to it feels like, well, again, Paul, whether it's pseudo Paul or actual Paul, you get the sense that they literally could not imagine an economy without slavery. Like, like mm-hmm. almost like this is just the natural order of things. Like there's not like even yeah. the there's not even imagination with which to critique it. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. It's just, how do we just make it better? Which is, I mean, what a lot of us do with capitalism or other systems that we just, or racism, like we don't know how to get around it. So can we just make it as nice as possible for as many, and not the second question of like, how do we get rid of it or move beyond it? Or Uh is there another way to do Uh it? Like, is there another way to organize people and money that maybe would be more beneficial to people, you know? Well, but that would hurt the rich people's feelings. and.
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm actually glad I didn't realize that that particular sentiment was in there until just this moment in my life, because I would have been a much angrier person. Yeah.
0: And then, like, he has this wildly abrupt sign-off. Okay, bye. Which is like, oh, (laughs) Timothy, protect what has been entrusted to you. Avoid the profane chatter and absurdities of so-called quote-unquote knowledge by professing it. Have some have strayed from the faith. Grace be with you all. And it's almost like some weirdo like walking out the door, and you're trying to get him to leave, but he's just like keeps talking.
2: (laughs) Uh huh. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh man, I don't even know where to go with this, other than just to say, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, I will say, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but there was a group of people in my evangelical college that had the word dulos Christos in Greek, uh, tattooed on their back. Okay. In and in a, in a tramp stamp, actually it was. Lower back. Yeah. And I think they thought it meant servant of Christ, but it means slave of Christ.
2: Um, <laughs> mm, that's kinky,
0: you know, or bond servant, um, which is a nice word for slave. Uh, <laughs> So I just find that fascinating. I just saw the footnote here and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. There were people, a lot of people that did that. It wasn't just like one person. It was like kind of a trend. It became a trend, I felt like, to get that tattoo. And I was like, yeah, that, I, Even then, like as a Greek student, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, do I ruin your tattoo? <laughs> right,
2: yeah, honestly.
0: I don't like to ruin. If, if any of you are listening that got that tattoo, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm ruining your tattoo.
2: It is. It is, yeah. That's there's a whole there's a whole journey of of, of Christian ish tattoos that. I if
0: we ever do video content on YouTube or something, mm-hmm. we need to do bad Christian tattoos. I think. Mm,
2: I love this. I love this. It's like it's like it's like a it's like a crucifix, like a cross. It's got like a like thin blue line flag over it. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> Like a Punisher symbol in the background. Oh
2: my gosh! Oh my gosh! Cool. Uh, this book is solid. I'm gonna give it zero out of five stars.
0: Yeah, and I think we've earned that zero out of five stars because we left a long review just now.
2: We did. We we actually read the whole thing. We weren't just like shitting on it and being like, oh, no stars for you. It was like we read it.
0: And yeah, all the notes. Um, leaves a lot re- to be desired if I received this letter from someone I would send <laughs> it back
2: like go fuck yourself for it yeah. not.
0: like no I drink wine for me not my belly <laughs>
2: <laughs> like oh I'll be right back I gotta go tell my slave that uh he's gotta sleep outside tonight cause I can't do anything wrong and yeah. he just has to be nice about it it's fine.
0: I'm not pursuing money. That slave's <laughs> pursuing money. I'll tell you that. <laughs>
2: like, right. It's the people, the people who have nothing and are just trying to survive, are the are the greedy people.
0: They're right? just obsessed they're just, with money. Right. Like, I don't even think oh about my god.
2: it. Yeah, because you don't you, have to.
0: You don't have to. You have enough to not have to think about it. Right. <laughs> like,
2: oh my god.
0: I'm just good with it. Like, just, it, just, it just sits there and makes more of itself. Okay.
2: Yeah, imagine an economic system where you couldn't just make money off of money. There's, there's, there's a jumping off point for getting out of capitalism. What if we just didn't let people do that?
0: Yeah. What you have is what you have.
2: Yeah. Seems fair to me.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us um you can follow us on the the socials at go home bible uh you can follow me at justin d gentry on the twitters and the spaces and the things and tori is at at tori glass at tori
2: glass Uh, mostly at white homework on ig at the moment fun in air quotes (laughs) (laughs) fun evangelical outing um yeah, definitely hit us up. Let us know about that. You can, yep. you can email us, gohomebible at gmail, or just hit us up on, on the socials and we'll, we'll try to get back to you. So, yeah. All
0: right. Well, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. It, you don't need to read this book again. So
2: We did it for you. Yeah. Done. Check.
0: Have a good one. We'll see you.